we're live. I like yeah, that little live. jab there. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 31, the week before the Super Bowl. That's right. Technically, the week of the Super Bowl. Uh, today is 2-6-2024. If you're listening to this, it is 2-7-2024. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. The new week starts on Sunday. So the oh, Super... you're one of those Sunday weekers. That's right. I think That's we have, need to have a debate on that. The oh, week God. starts on Monday. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Work week starts on Monday. Oh, my God. I'm a Monday person for the new week. So this is so, the week of. So the seventh day. But no. Sunday I go Monday to Monday. The... That's so weird. I don't like you anymore. You put your... You put your... This oh. is a big debate. Like I, I, I'm not trying to get off on a tangent here. I'm trying to do the introduction, but this is a big no, thing. It is Sunday. Like, worldwide. Is Sunday is the beginning of the week. Nah, Monday. That's what I'm changing the name of this title. Is what day is the end of the week? <laughs> Sunday or Monday? We're already off the rails. We even got into the beginning. Of the off week. the rails. But if y'all are listening, today is uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, we're changing up our schedule a little bit. Got some uh, outside life stuff going on, so we're having to move our day up a little bit. To Tuesdays. Don't know how long this will last, but you know we'll keep y'all posted. Make sure you follow us on our social media pages. But appreciate y'all stopping by. What we do here on Tyler's Talking Sports is we talk about sports. On the other side of the mic, if you're listening, watching video is Tyler Hess. I, myself, am Tyler Castle, and again, this is Tyler's Talking Sports. Uh, you can follow us on all of our social media. We're on Facebook, uh, anything. If you want, if you log in and type in Tyler's Talking Sports on any app uh, that requires uh, podcast streaming, anything like that, we're on it. So definitely check us out. Uh, we, de- we definitely appreciate it. We actually have a goal this year to get to 500 followers on Facebook. We are at 360 right now. Um, so, yeah, I see you just highlighted that down there. I didn't see that. Um, but, yeah, we're at 360 now, so 140 to go. Um, so make sure you all give us a follow there on Facebook and share it with your friends. That's right. I like it, man. Yep. Okay. That's it. That's Updating it. our notes over here on the side, I see. <laughs> all right. It's resolved. Don't worry. I resolved it. All right. There we go. Yeah. Let's get through the sponsors, though. Who's our first Let's sponsor? get through sponsors. All right. NLFC. NLFC. Yeah, Never heard of that? them? What is what that? Is that? That is Next Level Fitness Club here in Lebanon, Virginia, 1806 East Main Street, Lebanon, Virginia, 24266. They are a 24-7 gym facility, 24-7 tanning, certified personal training. They also have classes ongoing right now, Monday through Thursday, 530 to 630 p.m. Only $89 a month. It's a functional fitness class. Oh, okay. You should come out and try it out, Hess. Nope. Uh, memberships included in that, so your gym memberships all wrapped into one for only $89, cheapest in the in the county. Um, so yeah, that's what we do there at Next Level Fitness Club. Follow them on Facebook at Next Level Fitness Club or Instagram, Next Level Fitness Club. Um, and also, too, you can purchase a, uh, a membership on their website at www.nextlevelfitnessclub276.com. That's right. I love it. Our next one on the, on the list is Isaiah 117 House. Usually go into big spill about them, but they actually have some big news that actually directly kind of affects being Castle here in uh, Lebanon, Russell County. They announced that they're in the beginning stages of putting a house here in Russell County. They have, uh, they're going to actually have their kickoff ceremony on April 7th at the Russell County Government Center. Uh, it's not formally been announced yet, but that's, that's where they're leaning toward, and that's going to be introducing everybody in the county to them. Uh, lots of food, stuff like that. So be sure if you're in Russell County or in the surrounding areas, come by, check it out. But I wanted to read what they've got on their uh, – this link will be also posted in our description of this episode to donate directly toward the rest of the funding of the Russell County House. 
Children who come to Isaiah 117 House get immediate needs met, which typically includes their favorite meals, warm baths and showers, and brand new clothes in addition to lavish love. After a short stay, they're transitioned to the next placement with a brand new bag full of brand new clothes, shoes, hygiene products, and new toys to comfort them on their journey. So this is huge for this area. I have friends who work in foster care and just the issues that we have here in Russell County is tremendous. And this is just such a blessing to those kids and to the people that work in that, in that field. So if you can give any amount of money whatsoever to, to this, to make this happen and be a possibility for these kids, the link will be in our description. Incredible nonprofit organization. They do amazing things and be greatly appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Isaiah 117 House. Great organization. Um, like to see him come to this county for sure. Um, so, yeah. Donate, and guys. The other one we got, got a little small business here. Longtime friend of my wife and a friend of mine, uh, Abby Martin. She decided she wanted to start taking up a hobby of taking pictures. And now she's doing it pretty much professionally on her on the side based off her also doing her other job doing this on the side. Uh, be sure to look her up on Facebook if you want new pictures. She does couples she does i don't think she's doing weddings and stuff you don't think she's got that big yet but she's doing a lot of like seasonal type pictures stuff like that but she's on uh, facebook at abby martin photography and uh, she does incredible stuff and if you do go to her be sure you tell her tyler's talking sports sent you yeah absolutely gotta get those photos that's right merch store yep got one up and running that's up and running how, how, how do people how do people purchase that merch Hess? well there's a link Mm. Is the link in the description of this video? It will be in the link. The link will be in the description of this video as well. The link will be in this description. <laughs> yes, it will. It okay. Will. And hey, we have the famous, world famous Castle Muscle Tea in that. So yeah, uh, be, world be, famous. Be, be sure you look at that. Uh, we have long sleeve hoodies. I think we're almost so, sold out, I mean. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we've lost. We've. Everybody wants the lime green color too. Hmm, for some so, reason, so crazy. Wild. That is uh, wild. So be sure to check it up. Y'all want to rep us. So we greatly appreciate it. Anything that is purchased, we get a cut of the profit and all that goes straight to us promoting this page and uh, yep. getting ads and stuff out there and on social media. Also, on Spotify, there's a donation button on our profile or a link that you can click and you can donate directly to us. And again, all the all those proceeds go straight to promoting us on social media. Nothing goes into our pocket unless we just really need it. But uh <laughs> I'm just kidding about that. But yeah, there is hey, a AP uh, power. There. That's the true. Rate increase comes this month, so might yeah, be ready. Woohoo. But yeah, I just yeah, got a notification today. <clears throat> oh, yay. Thought it already came. That's another story for another day. Anyway, donation button, merch store. Be sure to check it all out for us, guys. And uh, he already mentioned it, but we also are grinding on our Facebook to 500 followers. It would be huge for us and uh, would help us do a, a little bit more things on Facebook for you guys. It would allow us to do more stuff with our live. It would just help improve our reach and some of the tools we would have to engage with our audience. So we greatly appreciate if y'all could help us get to 500 followers. Yeah, absolutely. 140 off. We're not far. Not far. We'll get there. We'll get there. That's right. Oh, Man, boy. Big news today. Big news. Soft this morning. Bright and early right when I first woke up. So did I. First thing I seen this morning. <sighs> yeah, death of country music star uh, legend. Toby Keith. Yep, Toby Keith. Hess, did you have a, uh, a favorite song by Toby Keith? Favorite song by Toby Keith? I couldn't really pick one favorite song because I, I like so many of his, and it was oh, crazy yeah. crazy today. Like, I was listening to, like, his stuff. You don't, you don't realize how many he had. Exactly. Like, I went back to, like, 93. I did, too. Like, I did the same I, thing. I was just listening, like, oh, man, I love that one. That was a good one, too. But two that really just stuck out to me, uh, 
you got two on here that you named. I love those two as well. But the two that got me were American Soldier. Mm. But that was just had a lot of impact and what Toby Keith done for the military. And also, How Do You Like Me Now? I think that was just a great, great song just to kind of stick it to somebody when you're, you finally, somebody puts you down and you're like, ha, I got you. So I've always loved that song. Uh, my favorite album by him was uh, Shocking Y'all that came out right after uh, September 11th and all that stuff after he released uh, uh, Red, White, Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. So, yeah, I'm, I can't believe he's gone, though. I mean, it's I don't know. I think that's the first music person of my, of our age that's kind of, that's passed away. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's weird. It's crazy. And the crazy thing is Willie Nelson's still alive. Somehow, man. Dope does stuff. <laughs> it does. Um, yeah, apparently drinking is not the way to go on that. But um, yeah, my, my favorite song, of course, is uh, Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. If you love America uh, like we do. Yep. Um, I don't know how you couldn't love this song. Um, Should have been a cowboy was a, a close second. Love that song. Speaking of uh, Courtesy of Red, White, and Blue, he yeah. wrote that the day of 9-11 happened. The day, the day happened. of. The day of it happened. Didn't it just come to him, like, spur of yep. the moment? And then yep. just see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a beautiful song. Yep. Uh, best album, and this is because I had this on CDs. This is back when CDs is t- kind of telling you how old CDs. I am now. But CDs were really big. Kids, if you don't know what a CD is, <laughs> type it in on Google. Look up a CD. <laughs> compact uh, disc, guys. Compact disc, yep. But uh, you could buy them in packs. But this is back when, this is before iTunes, before uh, LimeWire, BearShare, all of that. Um, used to go to the store, Walmart, and uh, pick out the new albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had like your top 25. I mean, it's a big deal. Um, and, and Toby Keith was on there with Unleashed. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember that album, Hess. Uh, had the doghouse on it. Had the doghouse on it with the dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But it was called Unleashed. Yeah, my favorite album. Listen to it all the time, riding to Bristol and stuff. Because, you know, you had to have your tunes all the way to Bristol and back. Because that was right. a long drive. You had to. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Toby. That was one of my favorite uh, albums. And th- those were my favorite songs. So, Toast to Toby yeah. here. Red, Red Solo, Solo Cup. Cup. Got it for you, Toby. That's another. That's another banger. I mean, he had so many, dude. And the way he did it too, he spaced them out. Like I didn't realize how far in between his albums were. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do he didn't do a lot of songs on any albums. Like gave no. him 10, 10, 10 songs, ten to eleven yeah. songs, and then spaced it out. But just a legend, man. He's only sixty two, by the way. And I was watching that video of his last uh, on stage performance at the People's Choice Awards. That yeah. was just uh, that one. That one kind of got to me. But uh, yeah, he had he, right before uh, this this past year, he had two or three show. Uh, Sold out shows in Las Vegas. I was mm-hmm. reading that on them today. Um, yeah. But yeah, to be only sixty-two, that's really young. Um, Stomach cancer. That'd be yeah. tough. That'd be real tough. Cancer's tough on everybody, man. It um, is. I hate cancer. But I, last thing I'll say though is I believe that my personal opinion. I could be wrong, but he showed it more than any other one. Uh, I don't believe there's any any artist in music period that cared more about the military, the U S military. He did more USO tours, more concerts overseas for our soldiers than any artist in any music genre. Wow. And just, he always reached out and my eyes right now, he's up in heaven doing a concert for all the soldiers. Didn't bring him back home. So yeah. here's the Toby. Yeah. Rest in peace, Toby. Rest in peace, Toby. Thanks for some great music and still some great tunes. I'll be listening to some, to more, uh, some more tomorrow. Absolutely. I can talk. <clears throat> huge uh, media news. Yeah, huge media. You news. added this segment in here. I'll let you kick this one off. Yeah, this broke about four An hour ago. Oh, uh, a couple hours uh, ago. Yeah, it was about four thirty-seven, four forty, something like that. Uh, but there's huge media news out there. ESPN, Fox, 
Warner Brothers, which is TNT and TBS, are planning to launch a joint sports streaming service later this year, and it was announced it will be fall of 2024. The move will place content from ESPN, TNT, Fox Sports on a new standalone app that will have a significant ramifications on the future of TV sports. The platform is yet to have a name or a price, but from what I've been seeing, everything they're going to cover, the college football playoff will be on this, the uh, all the major basketball tournaments and the Big Ten, all the football conference championships, uh, all your motorsports, all your NASCAR, F1, all that will be on here. Um, you name it sports-wise, it's going to be on here. NFL, baseball. So, in a way, it sounds like they're trying to pull it away from maybe get stuff away from YouTube, YouTube TV, and some of these other streaming services and kind of give their own I'm kind of shocked that it's it, like you've got your major sports people involved in this ESPN, Fox, Warner Brothers. Like it's it's so that'll be they, like SEC Network, ACC, all that, right? All that, all that'll be on it. Anything it's brought to you. I'm just gonna let you know now since we have a YouTube TV, I might be switching. Oh yeah, so, we're probably there's no need to have YouTube because that's what I was telling. Yeah, the I don't watch wife, TV. You don't watch TV unless you're watching sports. I watch Jeopardy. That's about it. I record see, my Jeopardy here. I might have the list of stuff that's apparently. You won't be on there. I mean, uh, you got me with ESPN and then all the sports channels. That's all I do. It is uh, pro football, NFL, and UFL, basketball, NBA, WNBA, baseball, MLB, NHL, thousands of game, games and events through all college sports across nearly two dozen conferences, including the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Big East, the SEC, 40 NCAA championship events, NCAA men's and basketball tournaments will all be on these, this app, and the college football playoff will also be on this app. Golf will have the PGA Tour, the PGA Championship, the Masters, and the uh, TGL will be on uh, this app as well. Uh, all your Grand Slams and tennis, which is Wimbledon, the U.S. Open, and the Australian Open, the Australian Open. Uh, people who are into cycling. All your court, big stuff. The Tour de France will be on it. All your soccer. The FIFA World Cup will be exclusively broadcast on this app. All U.S. soccer and the CONCACAFA Cup and CONCACAFA Conference games will be on this as well. All UFC and other combat sports will be on this as well. And auto. You get uh, UFC 2. Yep, UFC 2. And Formula 1, NASCAR, and a 24-hour Le Mans will be on this as well. Wow. And this again. like a good channel. Yeah, it's going to launch this fall. Yet to have a name, yet to have a price. But I like it. All my stuff. I say seventy nine ninety nine. I think it'll be that, and then I think they'll have add ons. Yeah, just but, like YouTube. But I, I think it'll be great because I like having all my. Because me and you, for example, we watch YouTube TV, but then we switch over during baseball season to the MLB app. Yep. And then so I like having everything in one place. I think this will be really it's a lot good. easier. So excited nice. to see that. Yeah. We'll see the price. I'll let you know. Hopefully, they got uh, where right, you we'll, can share too. We'll share it. If not, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll half price it together. If, if it's if it's if it's better, if we get more in it, if we're getting the same stuff, I'll just keep it. From the sounds of it, they're taking everything off of these other streaming services and putting it all on there because nobody watches cable anymore. And nobody and they, that's going to really hurt YouTube TV. Then it's going to hurt everything. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, extremely hurt YouTube TV because. Yes. I mean, I only have YouTube TV for sports and HGTV for the wife. Could you imagine, you imagine what the multi-view will be like on this? I'll oh, be man. watching everything. Pa, 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 pa. Be nice. I like be the multi-view. Nice. Nothing beats the multi-view. Love the multi-view. Yeah. Man. man. Ready to move to our next segment? Absolutely, man. We're rolling it. through them tonight. We're rolling. I just wanted to give a shout-out again. We had this in here uh, to Bristol Rhythm AFC Soccer. They joined us last week for a first interview. 
um, episode 30. If you haven't checked that one out, go check it out on YouTube. Um, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, but it's doing really well on YouTube. It's one of our better videos. Um, they did hold their tryouts this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, Hess and I were invited, but unfortunately it was last minute um, mm-hmm. and we weren't able to work out our schedules to to make it to that. But we do appreciate them uh, reaching out to us um, and asking us if we'd want to come out to the tryouts. Uh, but with that being said, stay tuned. Uh, we're trying to work already on another uh, video with them. Uh, they did mention in that podcast or interview rather uh, that there will be a meet and greet, meet up, however you want to word it, um, at JJ's over in Abingdon. Um, and they said that mm-hmm. they would love to have us over there. So we might try to work out something there. Um, even if it's just pictures or video, whatever it is, uh, we'll try to get it up on all of our social media pages, but, uh, love talking to both those guys. Um, it was awesome it was. Uh, hearing their accents and hearing ours on that video. It was like completely one eighties. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Shout hey, out to those guys. When we bring them back next time, guys, again, it was our first interview. I think it was their first uh, public kind of interview as well. We'll be sure to get the sound a little bit better if we have to separate yeah. them from the same. Get them because they offered to do two separate rooms, so we'll get straight out a, next time. We'll I have that. another mic. I can run it up to him in Bristol, maybe That's right. run it over to him. Uh, not to say anything because we don't know what's going to happen, but I will say me and Castle are working on other interviews. No idea where those are going, but we are reaching out and trying yep. to get other interviews because I personally enjoyed that. If y'all have anyone too, like um, you know, with with sports in the local area or anything or have mm-hmm. connections please reach out to us and let us know yeah uh we'd love to do that again that was very very fun challenging but fun yeah absolutely loved it uh got a big poll coming up here i'm probably gonna post this one tomorrow yep i uh, think tomorrow be a good day super bowl guys coming up uh me and castle talked back and forth kind of we're leaning two different ways with it mm-hmm. we, one day we're like this the other day we're saying another thing but we want to ask you all because we've always came to you all you are the reason we do this yep and uh we want to know super bowl do you want us to do a live podcast like right before the game like sometime before the game do a live podcast talk nothing about the talk all about the super bowl what's happening players stats stuff like that and give our predictions bets stuff like that or would you like us to go the traditional route which we usually do and do a live broadcast for the game granted if we do a live broadcast for the game i will say gonna be a lot of people possibly in that it probably won't be just me and castle because yeah i know i'm biting his wife up his wife's coming this time because he's allowed to have her out of the house i think krista may make an appearance i think caleb johnson will be here i'm i'm gonna invite uh andrew and ashley mays so i'm gonna invite some people up but granted yeah. we'll do whatever y'all want us to do be sure y'all vote let us know Again, both. We would do it live on Sunday, but one would be before the game. The other one would obviously be during the game. So, so oh, hey. pre-recorded or actual live. Yeah, but it's, but it's live technically beforehand too. Yeah. So, in other words, if you'd rather just watch the game rather than try to watch us and the game, you have that first option. If you want to watch us and the game at the same time, you have the live game. Yeah, I'm. The, the, before the game, we will go live. It'll be live on Facebook and YouTube. We'll just do the podcast like this and just talk about our thoughts. Yep. Game, so. yep. So it will be live. Yep. Except we'll be together. Together. All right, guys. Uh, moving on to our big segment here, Hot Takes. Castle, I know you got one. Hit me with it. Yeah. So I touched on this uh, a couple episodes back. Um, I'm just going to go straight into it. Um, if you've listened previously on episodes, you know where I'm going with this. But uh, Bronny James. Uh, came into USC, I can't even pronounce what school he's at, USC, just a little overhyped. Um, you know, everybody was pretty high on him, thought he had big projections, you know, already saying that he was going to go NBA first round. 
Um, that's just not going to happen. The more I read on it, um, you know, he might go undrafted. Um, if he does decide to leave this year, he can stay for next year if he wants. Um, but right now it's looking undrafted. I don't think either – I don't think well, – let me see how to word this. I don't think it's just because of his play. I think also, too, where he had that um, minor heart attack at the beginning mm-hmm. of the – or cardiac arrest, however you want to word it, um, at the beginning of the season or, or right before the beginning of the season. I think that's kind of put a little bit of a damper on teams, too. They're kind of a little bit worried about his actual health. I think, um, too, that's kind of – took a step out of his game this year as well. It might have, yeah. That might be the reasoning behind it. Um, but I wish people would just stop overhopping these kids uh, just because his dad's LeBron James. Let him pave his own way. Let him do his own thing. Right now, um, he's only averaging 5.6 points per game, 2.8 rebounds, 2 assists, and 36.4 from the field. It's not terrible. There's definitely room for potential. Um, I'm not a hater of Brian James. I want to see him do well. I want to see him make a NBA. I want to see him play with his dad. But I'm just saying, I think as a – Overall, United States, you know, who people who watch basketball thought that Brian James was going to be the biggest thing ever in, in college basketball. And it's just not turning out to be like that. Um, you know, they're comparing them now, fans are, to Michael Jordan's sons, uh, Jeffrey and Marcus, because both of them, you know, didn't make it to the NBA. But they did play in the collegiate level. Yeah, and think, that's the uh, thing you got to understand, too. I mean, he's playing D1 basketball, so he's still pretty daggone good at basketball. He's playing for a good program, too. I mean, USC's. Yeah, USC's excellent um mm-hmm. and he's and he's getting playing time and stuff too i mean it's i'm not saying he's a bad he's just he was just a little overhyped uh from where everybody was expecting him but to here, be. here's the thing too i mean it, it wasn't so much he was overhyped on a scouting perspective he was a three-star recruit four he was a three to a four depending on which one but most people had him as a three from what I was seeing today, he was coming in as a three. When he committed to USC, he was a three-star recruit. He upped his uh, ranking after he was in some tournament or whatever. But with that being said, a three- to four-star recruit with only five people on the court, USC has three other five-stars on that team. Yep. And they got they got two coming in next year. They have one of the best recruiting classes in the country coming in next year. Uh, people look too much into the name instead of actually yep. looking into what this person's done. Bronny has been nothing but a defensive shutdown artist all the way through high school. and But he never was that big score. Can he dunk? Absolutely. But he's never been that scorer, but he's been that defensive guy. And at the high school level, it's different. You get to college, you you have to have a well-rounded game. You can't yep. just be one thing. I mean, even, the, guy, even yep. the guys are in the NBA that don't play defense, James Harden, at some point he, he was – He could score, but at some point in his career, he was a great – defensive player, either at high school or college, whatever, it got him yeah. to the NBA. Then he just mastered one skill. Uh, I'm with you, though. I mean, people have overhyped Bronny. They overhyped un- the name. Unfairly. Unfairly yeah. overhyped him. It's not fair to him. Let him pave his own way. Let him do his own thing. You know, I media imagine. needs to back off, back off, kid. Let him play ball. Yeah, um, yeah if, if he's smart, in my opinion, I think he stays another year at the collegiate level develops his game um, on here. And I like I've texted you before in our conversations. Um, he reminds me of a Draymond Green style player. Uh, he might get you six points, but he's going to have, you know, three steals and, and who knows how many blocks and just excellent on defense, you know, because um, the defense is there. It really absolutely, is. Absolutely. Um, lockdown D. Um, mm-hmm. But he's got to learn how to score. Um, and two, he's a little bit undersized. Nobody talks about that. He's only 6'4". Um, so he's just a tad bit undersized, too, uh, for the NBA. And that's another thing that affects him. 6'4", he's a shooting guard to point guard in the NBA, but he can't score. Yeah, you got to be able to score. I mean, 5.6 points per game is not going to cut it. 
Um, like you said, there is good players, but there's good players all across the country that are averaging way more than that with teams just as good. Um, so yeah, and not and not always too, right? College players don't always translate to great NBA players. We've seen that multiple times. We've seen kids go undrafted and come up and be amazing stars. Um, I'm just saying, as of right now, the media needs to just back off, let Bronny make his decision. You know, don't have the outside influence of is he going to NBA? Is he not going to NBA? And just let him make that path and let him pave his own way. His dad's stepping out of it. His dad's just letting him play ball, and he told him he wants him to do whatever he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why everybody needs to go and wrap their head around that, but they won't um, just because it, it, it's Bronny James. And just to put it in perspective, I mean, granted, he was playing for a, a top-ranked high school program, playing top-ranked yeah. high school teams. He was only averaging 14.2 points a game in high school, but he was averaging almost two steals per game. Yeah. Granted, that, that's great. That's great stats. 14.2 points a game, 5.5 rebounds, 2.4 assists. That's good. That's good stats, but that's not superstar collegiate stats right there. The, guys, the, way, yeah. the way they talked about him coming in was like he's going to be a program changer. Yeah. Like, even when, like his first game, everybody, you know, ESPN, everybody was talking about like Bronny James going to play tonight. Like, that was huge. And like, mm-hmm. so many people tuned in, he had two points, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I think about and it I too. get coming back from you know that mm-hmm. it's probably hard on him. I'm sure, but like, it's just not there this year. Yeah, just plain and simple. Yeah, I'm with you there. I like that. I That's mean, my I, hot take. I just think too. I mean, just to finish it up, uh, there. I think the media blew it up because it was LeBron James's kid. But I mean, if Absolutely. you really dig into it, the people that are around Bronny, the USC, the basketball program, they knew what they was getting. They knew it was a program changer. They knew, but they knew that they had a kid who was willing to bust his tail, work hard, and be the best he can be. And he's talented. Also, too, I mean, it brings in fans. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Oh, absolutely. That place LeBron is... James could be at the game, you know, watching his son. Like, there was that's... a clip of a fan. He was sitting courtside at the USC game. He's sitting there, and all of a sudden, LeBron sits beside him. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, he was starstruck. And LeBron's just there acting like a normal fan. Like, he didn't even, you know. Yeah, he's cheering us. He's watching his son play ball. Yeah. Yep. And, again, that's another reason why he's probably at USC. He could have went. He had a scholarship offer to Duke. He had a scholarship offer to North yep. Carolina. I mean, these schools didn't recruit him because he's LeBron's kid. They recruited him because he fit their program in some way. Some way possible. Yeah. yeah. He's good. He's good enough to play, D1. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying a little overhyped. Yeah. Well, I like that hot take. I got a hot take as well. I don't really have many sometimes, but this one's been stirring up for a couple Yeah, boy. Now. Bring it on. And this involves the Vols and their NIL Uh the NIL allegations that are going on out there. Uh, been looking at a lot of this. Uh, Castle sent me up usually a daily video on YouTube or somebody saying something <laughs> about it. My biggest thing here is, before I go into this, I do not think the Vols have done anything wrong. I think they're, Appreciate it. I think they're crystal clear. I think they've done nothing wrong. What I do think they've done wrong is they're giving the NCAA a smoking gun, which I have told you this. The NCAA's allegations that were in that SI report, and still to this day, still state, if you go, you can look them up, they state that the, there's a possible infractions of NIL, possible NIL infractions on University of Tennessee with multiple sports, period. Okay. Can, if you can type, I say something? No, hold on. Oh. If you type in that, the first thing that pops up is Vols AD, Vols Chairman, Vols this, Vols that, states that Nico is being treated unfairly because of the rules that they broke that got changed that do da 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 First off, to the AD, to the chairman, why in the world would you say anything? Because the rules that got changed were toward 
Florida University and the investigation that's under for that quarterback that's got the NIL deal that where they gave him like $12 million or whatever. Tennessee, North Carolina, and another school went together to probe the NCAA to investigate Florida on that and get the rule changed that they're saying that they're afraid they broke with Nico. The NCAA never said that that's what it, it is. That could be nothing to do with Nico. For all y'all know, it's, it's the soccer program. What? Can I say something? I just want to step in here. I mean, obviously, the chancellor, Donde Plowman, and then the AD, can't think of his name right now. I see his face. But obviously, they know something you and I don't. No. They have no the, – what the NCAA, but the NCAA – I know the NCAA has it, not released their documentation public, it's to It's public them. knowledge. They know something we don't. They know that you all have broke some rule, and they're scared to death about it. But instead of sitting there and being like, hey, we didn't do nothing. Well, they, because here's the thing. You all are on probation. If the University of Tennessee's athletic department, anybody involved in that athletic department is stupid enough to break any rule during that probation, they deserve everything that comes their way. But you're a top you're a top tier university. You're a top tier sports program. You're on probation. I don't give a rat's tail. You all went by the book on everything. There's no way, even if the rule got, I don't care if y'all went and got recruited Nico and the day you put him on Haslam's plane, the rule changed, you all still went by the book. Danny White, that's the athletic director. Good, good for Danny White. You yeah. need to shut his mouth too. Because all that has happened here is mm. now you've made, you've came out and got a lawsuit against the NCAA. They're getting ahead of it. That's all they're trying to do. They're but there's nothing to get, there's, but you're getting it. You're assuming that it's about Nico. When but they all, know something we don't. They know nothing else. There's nothing, sure. out, there's nothing out there that says that it's about anything other than it's multiple sports. All of your the, media uh, says it's centered it's around a, Nico. It's an assumption around Nico and his NIL deal because that's what everybody's looking at. For all you know, this writer that Pat Ford, who absolutely hates the University of Tennessee, knew, knew that if he put this article out, you all would tell on yourself. So now, awesome. this is what's happened. The NCAA may not have been looking toward Nico. And it's going to be really, really funny if it comes out and they're like, yeah, the baseball program gave the first baseman a couple thousand dollars that was not registered in the files and... Sorry, we have to put the take a scholarship away from the baseball program, but we we'll didn't see. know. And then we didn't know it though. But Nico, actually, y'all actually broke all these. Like, why are you you're defending something that doesn't need to be defended? Get ahead of it or not. Even the lawyer though that they lawyered up to has talked about how the NIL keeps changing rules and everything, regulations. So Absolutely. even if it is another sport. It depends on how that rule was changed because even the NCAA, I believe it was the NCAA director, um, a few months back said there was no exact rules on the NIL. So There's that's not. what they're trying to do now. They're trying to impose rules on the NIL. But here's the thing. But Tennessee, they came up with all this. Tennessee is the reason why these rules got changed the way they did because of Florida, Alabama, and remember, Georgia. They I went know. after them because they said they're able to spend more money than our university, and it's not fair to us that they can give a quarterback $8 million and we can only give him seven. But that smoking gun, like you're talking about, smoking guns in Tennessee's favor in that because they have where the NCAA director was talking about how there's no exact set rules on the NIL. I get that. That, but, that wins your case right but, there. But they set rules, and then if you all have broke something and they find out, I'm saying, I'm not saying y'all did anything. I know what you're getting. I'm at. saying Don't, if y'all have done something and, there's that, not, and there's, you've hit it, but now you've put light onto it. It was in a dark corner nobody was going to find, and now the NCAA's like, oh. You're saying it's hearsay. 
and now, hearsay document. And then you all what have, you're saying. you all have shed light onto it because one, you're trying to make a fool of the NCAA who have way Absolutely. more money than any of the universities out there because they get all the money from the universities and Mars Madness and all that. So now you make a fool of them. Now they're going like, you know what? We're going to stick it to them. We wasn't going to do nothing, but we was just doing our protocol because this university is on probation. And then they come Man. and stick. What if they do? What if, what, what if they do? What if? There's a lot. That's a big Here, what if. Not, it's not, not, if not if it's going to happen. It's the same thing as they probably wasn't going after Nico. What's well, not going to happen? It's like the University of Georgia is under a huge investigation right now. Nobody's and talking about nobody's it. Nobody's saying a word about it because they're letting the NCAA do their job. Well, this story's went quiet. It's been six days and nothing's been released. I hope somebody went to the chancellor and said, shut the heck up. Hmm, I doubt it. These See, people know what they're doing. You're assuming. You're assuming and, because and you're, you're assuming, And you're assuming that they don't know. I'm ass- because they don't. It, the NCAA's violation is a public knowledge. It's public knowledge. They have, they're, they're, yeah, they're, and, they're and there's worried. insider trading with they're, the government, but nobody wants to talk about it. They're worried that they finally got a good quarterback and he played good, and they're like, oh, they're going after us because we're the Vols and we have to suck. They're going after us, which all you all know, it has nothing to do with the football program. There's no way Josh Heupel and that football program have done anything illegal being on probation after what happened with Jeremy Pruitt and Butch Jones. There's no way. If they did, Heupel needs to be fired, the AD needs to be let go, and all the scholarships need to be pulled from the football program because it's stupid and and, and uh, just – Get it out. Just, ah, if they've done something because that's just – why? You're on the pro, they're on probation because of the football program, so why would the football program have anything to do with this? Maybe not. We don't know. You're assuming, though, it's about Nico. Nobody's talking but about you're it. you're assuming it's not. not. You're, you're not talking about – Maybe it was Dalton Connect bringing the, making the stud out of nowhere in, yeah, bringing him in. Good. Maybe it's about the baseball program that is ranked number two in the country as far as. Maybe all of it's just hearsay. It very well could be because the NCAA said they got probed by the University of Florida to investigate what you all have done. Yes, I know. Florida and Florida State are also under investigation. We'll see. That's the beauty of it, baby. That's the beauty of media. I, they thing, can stir a pot. My thing is. Let's stop about Nico and stop thinking that Tennessee is being their football program is being attacked. You all well, were I think the, Tennessee as a university is being attacked. You opinion. all were the number one profitable university in the in the entire collegiate like 4, world. 000, we've talked about that. They've had gave, four thousand plus. You numbers. gave more money to the NCAA last year than any program. You well, all got are eight million dollars in fines to pay from all, all those. You all are no, not that stuff. I'm talking about in general. What you I know, but I'm saying, but I'm saying they got eight million dollars. Y'all to pay, generated so make 40, money somewhere. Y'all generated forty four point eight million dollars to the NCAA alone last year. Jesus, the wow. more than any program across the country. Why yeah. would the NCAA try to bury the hand that's feeding them? You you tell me. They're not, but you are asking for them to. You make them. You make them sound. It's, it's like somebody came at you. Maybe. It's like if somebody came at you in your gym. <laughs> you would go after them. Possibly. Depends on how... Uh, how. I'm, I'm just saying. I'd also, too, want to get ahead of the, the story, which is what they're doing. I'd want to be ahead and get my word out and be like... It would be one thing wrong. if it came out and said that the football program is under investigation. That would... Like it was when Jeremy Pruitt. When it was Jeremy Pruitt and the football program... And the Chancellor's, and the chancellor's right up. I don't think she mentioned Nico specifically. I just think she mentioned Tennessee overall. If I'm not mistaken, can you pull that up? It's Donde Plowman. If you need it, Donde, Donde, D O N D E. It's a it's a woman, Plowman. Plowman. They're about to plow P-L-O-W-M-A-N. you all. O W M A N. 
can't remember if she directly linked it to Nico or if she worded it just as Tennessee University Athletics, like overall. I do feel like, though, it's centered around that because that is the largest NIL deal with Spire Athletics. It's the largest one you all made, but it's not the largest. What's the largest one we made? Yeah, $8 million. Yeah, but Carson Beck got a $30 million deal to stay at Georgia this year and bought a Lambo today, but you hear nothing about that. Yeah, but Tom Mars is the, the lawyer for Spire. The letter comes to NCAA after leaving the university less than a year at the university with $8 million. Plowman remained reporting further. NIL. We admit it. As we have seen previous deals in NCAA, we were wrong in the university, and we admit it. In fact, last year, da-da-da, just goes on to say we've been honest, da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da, da 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 That's all it says in there? She just got da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. I think she took a shot back. I mean, she just, does, but I mean, she just says that the NCAA allegations are factually untrue, procedurally mm-hmm. flawed, but she says nothing about that it's toward the football program. But the beginning of the article says that possible infractions toward the University of Tennessee on NIL deal centered possibly around Nico, I'm Olivia because I'm going to transfer because they've had so much drama about my name and now I'm going to transfer <laughs> to get out of here because nah. this is ridiculous. Nah, it'll work out. I'm not worried. I'm just, my thing is though, if it comes back to bite you all in the hot end, you all did it yourself. Because what'll happen is they'll come and say, we found nothing for the original thing. And then they're going to be like, but the University of Tennessee decided to hand us evidence because they decided to throw us under the bus. And then Nico transfers and he plays to Alabama. I doubt it. And you get mad at him. And I doubt it. I'm just on the other side of the fence on that one. But, you're, but you said you, but you, but you said you agree that ten, you feel Tennessee didn't do it. I don't think they would. I don't think they'd be. I don't think there's anything wrong with what's been brought to the attention. Like I don't think you all have done anything. I think it's just a you're all on probation. That's what all happens. this, all this still speculation. You're taking my take right now. All of it's speculation. But the thing is, y'all, everybody other than myself, it seems like that the Tennessee fan is centering up its Nico because they hate us that we got Nico. Every article you read says it's an assumption. Nothing says anything. Assumption that... around Nico. That's what I'm saying. Every article you read. Exactly. I don't care about that though. I'm saying you all have said. I know that... what you're, you're saying from the NCAA. They didn't list because when you Nico. all got when any team get, anything gets investigated by the NCAA, they state football program, baseball program, whatever it is. When you all were if you go back and look when the Jeremy Pruitt stuff happened. They say yeah. the football program is under investigation. There's nothing here that states anything from the NCAA on their behalf that says that it's about Nico. But if it comes out that something is about Nico and it's because you all decide to talk about it, that's your all's fault. Yeah, I doubt it. Again, I think they was just trying to get ahead of the story before people started spinning wheels. So I think they did the right thing. Well, that West, well, that West dude, and uh, one more dude, and some more of the one of the other guys. He's the one who started the whole stuff about Nico. And then the next days, when your AD and Chancellor came out and said stuff, so actually your fan base started it about Nico. Well, he gets his news from insider sources. Yeah, so. because they're in there. Oh my God, they're coming! Report. They're coming he's, after Nico! They're coming after so. Nico! They're coming after Nico! We shouldn't have put him on Haslam's plane. When all you, it could be about your baseball coach, Tommy Vitello. Could be. 
could be. Who knows? We'll, we'll wait and see. Wait and see on this one. But I did see today earlier they was he was asked. Uh, Nico was asked by Nash Rocket Media on YouTube if he was mm-hmm. if he had thought about transferring due to all this, and he said it never crossed his mind. Yeah, he's he's locked in because he ain't going nowhere, baby. But I think because he did be nothing a, wrong. I think this could be a very another toe to toe to toe to toe toe situation. No. You stop that, you freaking Georgia fan. I swear. He had to go. You're, you're wanting that to happen. He had to go. Oh, bring him to Alabama. You're wanting it. You're like, please, God, don't let Tennessee ever beat us. That's all it is. That's all it is. As a Georgia fan, love it. You done? Are you done? I just, I'm I mean, just you did 20 minutes on your take. Are you done? I'm just saying. Is your, is, is your hot take done? Can we move on to college football news? Do you agree with me, though, that y'all could be shooting yourself in the foot? No. So they you know th- more so, than you so, and I. So you think it's about Nico? I don't. I don't know who it's about, but, but you, I think but that they think did. About, they they know, did the they, right they thing. They know nothing more than me and you. They know that they've done something wrong, and they're trying to admit it before the NCAA catches them on it. That's what they've done. They know they have done no, something I think wrong. I think they're no, defending the university. They know they've done something wrong with the recruitment. I think they're of doing Nico their job and the NIL, <laughs> and they've been like, oh. Let's talk about it before they. I'd be like you mentioned the gym minute ago. That'd be like somebody saying that if a false claim happened at the gym that Tyler and Jordan did this, blah 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 blah. I would want my own story out before that got like leaked everywhere. But that's the thing, though. They said Tyler and Jordan in the gym. They didn't say that. Maybe they said something, an incident at Next Level Fitness, and that could be you and Jordan. That could be any of your trainers, anything. But no, you came out and said, "Well, me and Jordan promised you didn't do." Well, we didn't mention anything about you and Jordan. What did you all really do? I know what you're thinking. You're, you're thinking they're going to walk into their own trap. Yes. I don't think so. I think I think Donnie Plowman. It's the University uh, of Tennessee. And Danny White. Do you know the history of the University of Tennessee? And they're smarter than you think. Do you know the University of Tennessee? I do. Okay. Then you know the Dude, Dude, we got Kane. We got Kane on our side. Do you, do you watch WWE? Yes, I know who Kane do you know who is. I'm talking he's about? the mayor. Okay. Yeah, he's on our side. I ain't worried. Okay. I ain't scared. That, that's all my hot take is. That's it. I'm done with it. That's it. So no, I don't. I don't All agree. Right, with y'all have a good. I do. I do think it's centered around Nico. Okay. That's what the whole nil God, always talks about. If it is, where it goes. If it is. Boom, Nico. Boom, Nico. Boom, Nico. Everything. Exactly. Could be about but you. Not, but Could. but nothing happened. Just gonna say that now. I'm done. That's it. That's it. Pot over. Ended. Season one done. That's it. Over. College football news. College coaching news. God, college Bill, coaching news. What? Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. What? Son Steve. Oh, man. Steve Belichick, yep. He's taking a job with Washington University to be their next D.C. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. He coached 12 years in the NFL. He's an ugly guy. Ass. He's real ugly. Outside linebacker coach. He's an ugly guy. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that thought that. Um. Yeah, I saw him. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was like uh, a little bit younger. Yeah, he'd been there a while. He was. He'd been there for a minute, man. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't want to stay with old Mayo. Yeah, Mayo said that he would love to. I mean, he would. He would have kept him. Like he would have I mean, both built. It's, it's an upgrade. It is. Yeah, very well. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, he'll do. He'll do well out there at Washington. Yeah, very well. That'd be good. A uh, couple uh, recruiting news here. We finally got some – the recruits are finally starting to, to commit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a little quiet, uh, but there were some big ones today. And uh, yesterday, I'll go over the first one here, Hess. Four-star wide receiver Quentin Simmons signs with the University of Kentucky. He has to be from uh, Kentucky. Yeah. 
Uh, actually, no, he's from Ohio. Oh. Uh, Simmons is ranked as the 287th national ranking player, 40 in his position, oh, wow. and 12th in the state of Ohio. Oh, wow. Yep, it's a pretty big pickup there for Kentucky. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good pickup. They need some receivers. Hope they got a quarterback to throw to. I don't think they will next year. <laughs> they might not. Who knows? No, no. They got Brock Vandergriff from Georgia. Former five. Oh, star. yeah. They did get Vandergriff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that's a good target. Yeah, that'd be good. Good for Kentucky. Good wide receiver. Got another one, though. It, it seems like every freaking day I turn my phone on, they get another one. <laughs> this was today. Five-star. Naheem Offered? Signed with nah. a... Nah. Naheem. <laughs> nah. Naeem. Naeem. Uh, signed with Ohio State. You got a $286,000 NIL to see something reasonable. Uh, ranks fifth nationally, first <laughs> first the position, and first in the state of Alabama. And to join him, that happened too, was uh, Devin Sanchez, also a five-star recruit, enlisted the sixth best prospect in the class. What's going on up there at Ohio State? Well, there's some other news going on at Ohio State that I got to add that I seen right before we went live. Reports oh. are Bill O'Brien is leaving Ohio State after signing to be their office coordinator to be the head coach at Boston College. Wow, that's pretty big. Yes. So Ohio State doing things, but I don't know, man. They're this is one of the best teams that like on paper, they got a stacked team. Yeah, they should they should win a natty. <laughs> yeah. Should. Yeah. Should. My God, every every player's freaking five star. Mm-hmm. Just depends on if they can develop them and get those attitudes lined out together yep. and uh, work with those egos. That's, that's exactly and, what I was talking about with uh, my buddy of mine, my, my supervisor at work, long-time Ohio State fan. He's 70-some years old, so he's been an Ohio State fan for years. And he said that's going to be the big thing. Mm-hmm. Can, the, everybody, the can thing. everybody work together? Can the egos can they, can make work as a team? Yep. You know how yeah, these, sounds, like a, sounds like a smart guy. You know how these young kids are? Shout-out Chuck O'Neill. Shout-out Chuck O'Neill. Yep, Chuck I like O'Neill. that. Wisdom. Big, tall, bald guy. Yeah. Yep. Lose your hair. Yep. Five star wide receiver. Ain't he got Ohio State too? No, he did not. Gatlin Bear. Stud. Look him up. Uh, signs with Oregon. Got two hundred sixty three thousand. Reasonable. In his nil deal. Nice quarter million. Yeah, quarter million is reasonable these days. Ranks thirtieth nationally, seventh in position, and first in the state of Idaho. Idaho. He's out there. there. Yeah, he's out there Picking, plucking potatoes. Picking taters. Picking taters. Catch them big skins, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch them big skins and fuck them taters. How did, how did Idaho Vandalays let him go? I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea, man. Yeah, Lay's potato chips. He ain't working there. He ain't working there. He'll go out to Oregon, baby, That's... catching balls. Wow. Good, He's big, good. Big Look pick, him up. Big pickup for I watched Oregon, video on today. Especially going into the Big Ten. I mean, Big Ten's getting stacked. I mean, they're getting a lot of talent. Big Ten's yeah, going to be, be He'll be good there. Very good. All right, man. Well, college football. Finally had some news on college football. Got to talk about it. That was good. My hot take transition right now. That was good. That was a good little transition there. Uh, yeah. But let's move on, though. College basketball. What we got? College basketball, top 25. I'm just going to go through a couple here. I'm not going to go through all the top 25. All right. All right. Uh, but but first here we had UConn Huskies. Huskies. No surprise there. Uh, they remain at first. Purdue Bullmakers, number two. UNC remains number three. Speaking of UNC. Jump. They are down 41-27 right now to Clemson. To Clemson. Wow. Yes. Wow, yeah, the game's on right now. Yes. Yeah, we'll, get a, we'll get a score update at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Even though everybody will know already. Yeah, but we'll tell. I need to know. I want uh, North Carolina. Anyway, North Carolina at number three. Mm-hmm. Kansas number four. Oh, Houston they lost. five. Kansas lost last night. They did lose, so it'll drop back then. Yep. Uh, Houston five. Who did they lose to? They lose Oklahoma? Kansas State in overtime. Kansas State. 
Gotcha. I can't remember who they played. Yep. Uh, Houston Cougars, number five. Steady. Been real steady. That's been the most consistent team this year, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm just saying. They're 19 to 3, but they're, they're, they're staying out they're, there. I don't know if I trust them. Don't know if I trust them. They're quiet. They're a little streaky. They're not doing uh, Tennessee Vols, also another team that's like all over the place. One week great, one week terrible. Uh, 16 and 5, state at number six. Big win this past week yep, can, uh, against Kentucky. Yep. We'll go into that here in a little minute. Uh, here in a minute. Here in a little minute. Here in a little minute. Uh, Marquette, number seven. Arizona Wildcats, number eight. I'm going to go a couple of these. Duke, number nine. Illinois fighting the line, number 10. I'm only going to top 10. All right, I won't go through the rest of them then. Wisconsin's number 11. Auburn, 12. Baylor, 13. Iowa State, 14. South Carolina, for the first time since 1998. Very well deserved. Has entered the top 25. They're at 15. Alabama Crimson Tide, 16. Kentucky. Falling. This is typical John Calipari coaching here. Got talent, can't coach it. Down to 17th. Dayton, Ohio. Dayton Flyers. Perennial uh, NCAA tournament team. 18th. Creighton, perennial NCAA tournament team. Their coach, uh, McDermott. If you don't mm-hmm. know, his son, Doug, or Doug uh, McDermott, still playing the NBA. Love McDermott. Creighton, Blue Jays, 19. Florida Atlantic One of the best three-point shooters ever seen in college basketball. Absolutely. Still, still kills it in the NBA right Oh, now. yeah. Still good. Yep. Florida Atlantic Isles. Team's been probably my biggest disappointment this year. Sitting at 20. BYU at 21. Utah State Aggies, 22. Texas Tech, 23. San Diego State Aztecs, 24. And rounding up top 25, the New Mexico Lobos. That's a Lobo. Lobo. Hmm. Good looking top 25 there. It is. I know we didn't have this wrote down, but who's your favorite right now to to win the to win the Natty? To go win the Natty. Oof. Yeah, I'm just gonna go all in. I'm sticking to it, man. I've said it all year. I think the balls are the team. Mm, I love it. The balls are the team. I mean, I, I, their defense is good. Their offense, they're running that offensive Dalton Connect and uh, Ziegler, that the other guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's like the he's the the yin he's to the key. yang of uh, Connect. Like it seems like point when, guard. when Connect has that. Bad moment, Ziegler makes up for it. And when Connect has or Ziegler has a bad moment, Connect's connects right there. Uh, Rick Barnes, I think this is it. This is the moment. I think Tennessee is your national championship winner this year. I'm sticking to that one. I like that. Yeah, just saw Jordan James had a good game against Kentucky. He's got to step up. They can get that offense clicking like they did, drop a hundred points. I agree with you. I mm-hmm. think they could beat they could beat anybody. Uh, but you also got to remember this team lost three straight. They lost to Kansas. Lost to UNC and I think Arizona was Oregon's Arizona, Arizona. I think it was yeah three in a row they lost no, two at the Purdue, Maui Purdue 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 you're right Purdue UNC Kansas Air, Kansas that's it that's your three so that's your ones. final four uh potentially that's so that's fun. that's big so maybe they can get some revenge that's there so it's very four. early in the season that's before Connect really I mean I'll be, if if I had to pick a number two it's Purdue yeah you can't go against Zach Levy. I mean that their defense is sound. They probably got their defense is right up there with Tennessee when Tennessee's on their A game. And I'm gonna give a team here that nobody, you know, you know, probably some people are talking about. You, you just mentioned a minute ago they're losing right now, but North Carolina's got the team to do it this year too. I believe that, but I think uh, they're a little bit more inconsistent than Purdue and Tennessee. But here's one thing maybe. I'll say: this, me and you, neither one of us has talked about this team at all this year. We've talked about their games, but we haven't talked about them. You just mentioned them to start this segment off. UConn Huskies set to number one. Yeah. I mean, can nah, I'm, I'm not favoring them. You sure? They're good, but I'm just – Did you favor them last year? No. Didn't they win it all last year? I think so. I think you're right. 
Yeah. No? They won last year? I don't know. I'll tell you. Kansas. They won either last year or before last. Who did win last year? That's bad. I can't remember. I got terrible memory. Yep, 2023. They, beat, they did win last year. They beat... Uh, let's see. Hold on. They're 20-2. and two. I mean, they're... Yeah, they played uh, San Diego State. They won 76-59. Who won the year before? 2022. Mm-hmm. Kansas. Bill Self got one right in there somewhere. Uh, that would have been uh, Kansas 72-69 over okay, North Carolina. Okay. Okay, that's the game. I, that's the year I was thinking of. Okay, yeah. So you called one last year. They brought back everybody. Yeah, I remember the Aztecs made a weird run. Yeah, yeah. Aztecs were Aztecs. Aztecs were two seed last year though. So yeah, they're twenty fourth right now, seventeen and five yeah. in the Mountain West. Not bad. They lost a lot, but yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going to pick UConn. It's to do a back to back. It's very very tough. Last team to do. Last team to do a back to back. Kansas. UConn. What? Yep. Really? Yep. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. I'm not a betting man, but it might be. <laughs> That's interesting. I was, I was just guessing yeah. Kansas. I didn't know. Kansas is a good one, too. It's a good pick. Bill Self. Bill Self yeah. seems like he can't ever put it together back-to-back years. He gets He's there every year. He just can't get it. Oh, yeah. There. Arizona, too, is up there yeah. a lot. Arizona. All right, man. <sighs> huh. I like that. Good little takes there. I like that. Uh, we got some games on Wednesday. Are we playing anything Wednesday? No? We're playing some some games. I didn't, I didn't hear your question. Sorry, there. It took me a second to process what you asked. Yeah, we're playing some games Wednesday. Today's Tuesday. It's Mars Wednesday. When y'all are listening, so these games are tonight. Auburn, number 12, versus Alabama. Rematch, number 16. Who you got, Hess? Auburn. Auburn. He's taking Auburn in this one. Wow. Uh, give me a score prediction and a key factor. Uh, score prediction. 82-76. Auburn, mm-hmm. Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl is the key factor in this one. So he's saying it's going to come down to coaching. coaching. Uh, key factor for me. Uh, well, let me, let me tell you who, who I think is going to win first. Alabama Boo. is going to win this one. Uh, they're going to win 86-82. Uh, Alabama won the first meeting 79-75. Alabama also beat Mississippi State. Mississippi State just beat Auburn. Uh, that's very key in this. Uh, Mark Sears will be the key factor good, for the role of very good. Uh, the ball shut him down, but yeah, he's good. Uh, he's averaging 20.1 points per game. Uh, very solid. I think that's first in SEC, if, not, if I'm not mistaken. First or second? I think it's first. He's ahead of connected by a little bit. Um, number yeah, one offense very, in NCAA, Alabama. Huh? Alabama has the number one scoring offense yeah. in NCAA. Still. Yes. And we're deep in the season. Deep. Deep. But yeah, they'll win 86-82 in this one. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, four points. We got any other games going on Wednesday night? I mean, we got a couple. A couple? Do you want to hear about them? I'd love to. Yeah, LSU versus number six, Tennessee Vols. Let's go. Score prediction, a key factor. Uh, Tennessee blowout win here. Uh, I think they win 96 to 77. Uh, Tennessee, just they're on one right now. Don't Connect is just scoring out of his mind. Ziegler is on fire. Uh, just I think it's all starting to come together at the right time for Tennessee. But I don't want to shed light away from LSU. They're having a really down year this year, but there is one bright spot on that team, and that is Jordan Wright. He's a senior guard. He's averaging 15.5 points a game, 5.2 rebounds a game. He will be the uh, X factor if LSU wants to have a chance in this game, but I just don't think LSU has the manpower to win this game. So, yeah, give me Tennessee big in this game and don't connect over 30. 
Over 30 with Dolph Connect, yeah. I think this game's going to be a little bit closer than you think. I think the Vols find a way to pull away with about 10 minutes to go um, and just take control of the game and really take over. Um, I hope the Vols don't ever lose the lead in this game, but I could see that happening early. Um, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully we don't have a repeat like we did with South Carolina. Um, so hopefully they can get it out there and get scoring. Uh, but give me the balls, 82-68 is my prediction. Uh, key factor for this is to keep playing sound defense. Defense wins games. Defense wins championships. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Their defense is outstanding. Uh, look what they did at Kentucky. They shut them down, and they could, they finally scored. So, uh, again, you got to have a good defense. Um, yeah, key factor. I like it. Well, I know we got one more game. It's ACC game, which Notre Dame, join the ACC and everything else. Just go ahead and do it. Help the ACC out. Keep Florida State. Join the join the ACC. Anyway, ACC matchup Wednesday night. Duke versus the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Who you got, Castle? Yeah, I think uh, going to have to have a bounce back game here. You know, UNC Duke uh, was this past weekend. UNC won by about 10. They had about a 10-point lead the entire game. Um, Duke just never could get it going. Um, Duke's just missing that that one piece, I feel like, this year. Um, but, yeah, Notre Dame always plays Duke tough. Um, Duke did blow them out the first game that they, they met. Uh, they took over in the second half. I think we're going to see the exact same thing happen here. A little bit closer score, though. I think the Notre Dame Irish do hang around. So 78-73, um, key factor for Duke Blue Devils, learn to play defense. Okay, I like that. Well, let me tell you what, I like that, and I'm going to give you the guy who's going to play defense for Duke, and that's Kyle Filipowski. Quickly becoming one of my favorite players in the country. Love watching Kyle Filipowski. He is incredible seven foot center, sophomore. He's all right. Uh, first game against the. Uh, he's a better center than anything Tennessee's got. Hmm. At center, as a center, y'all got a center. Hmm. We do. Sure. Adu. That's his last name. I know Adu. He's the brother to Adu who played at Baylor. Correct. Yes. I know my well, look stuff. at you. I know my stuff. Well, why, why'd you ask if we had a center? Because that was what we talked oh, yeah. about. That was the big thing. Tennessee don't have big man. Anyway. Well, they don't. Back to Duke. Kyle Filipowski has been playing out of his mind these last couple of games. He's now averaging 17.7 points a game, 8.5 rebounds. But this is why he's the X Factor in this game because the last time they played Notre Dame, granted it was a blowout, he only had seven points. Kyle's going to get a double-double in this game, and I think they blow out Notre Dame again in Cameron Indoor, 86-62. Yeah, I hope so. Like old Filipowski, I'm just giving you a hard time. Are you? Yeah, I love him. <laughs> yeah, well, Kyle don't like you. Just told me. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. Nobody likes you, Kyle. <laughs> Nobody likes you, Kyle. Shut up, Chad. <laughs> Man, staying in the college realm. Yes, love college. College baseball. I love college. Yes. Opening day is 10 days away. It's right there, man. Some local, uh, some smaller colleges are starting this week. This week. Yes. February 16th is opening day. But hope Let I, that sink in. But tell you what, that's why you play college. It's going to be a little chilly. Those composite bats are going to break in these cold weathers, but yeah, you, know, you got that money. It's a little chilly. The season always starts this early? Yeah, always does. Actually, where have I been? I think that's why sometimes you see Maybe some reason I always feel like it's warmer, but it's not. Some programs play when they play in the colder uh Play inside? Well, they don't play just inside. They use wood bats. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pumped about college baseball, man. It's like, oh, it's, it's here. Like, it's it's here. Uh, like you said, it's – what is it? What day did you say there? February 16th. February 16th. That's two days after Valentine's for y'all boys listening. Yeah. Don't forget to get you, to get your girl something if you got somebody. If you don't, go buy yourself something nice. Oh. Well, How about I, that? I appreciate that. What can I buy myself? Well, you got a lady. 
Oh, maybe I don't want to buy her anything. I'll buy yourself something nice. All right, will do. All right, you heard it here on Tyler's Talking Sports. Favorite twin at all this year, Hess? Give me, give me who you got. I got Oregon State. That team is Oregon State loaded with seniors, top prospects on that team. Uh, be there last year in the Pac-12. Oregon State, if you don't know, uh, Adley Rutschman, he came out of there. That program just puts out players. Uh, I just think they they have the. They have to probably have the best lineup top to bottom, one through nine, as far as hitting-wise. Their pitching is going to be their, their weak spot, but I think that will all come together because they're, they're, they're stacked. They're going to be a threat this year. What about you, bud? I'm going to go Wake Forest. I like Wake. Wake's got I a like good team. Deacons. they got a very good team. They probably have the best pitching they did last year, a good year before last. May have been solid for mm-hmm. quite a few years. Um, close second in this one, of course, the balls. Um, I like that I like too. Drew Beam. I like who they got in the rotation. They got a really good rotation. Uh, Drew Beam was uh, all American. Announced all American this today. I saw that. He very well deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be the key to balls. How far they go? Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm gonna lean right now. Still staying with Wake Forest. I just want to throw it out there, guys. Uh, like you said, the 16th is opening day for college baseball. Uh, D1 college baseball. Some the games that you got going on that day. We have number 16 Texas playing San Diego, number 12 Duke playing Indiana, my national championship favorite Oregon State, number seven playing New Mexico, number 13 NC State. A lot of people ain't talking about them, but they are actually NC State's tricky. They're a very good ba- baseball program this year. Turned a lot of seniors. They're 13th playing VCU, number four LSU. I think you see a big fall off LSU this year, uh, but they lost a lot. They did, but I mean, they brought in a lot too. But they're ranked number four, playing VMI, North Carolina at fifteen, playing Wagner. I like to mention this team. Mingo probably talk a lot about them this year. UVA, uh, they're ranked fourteenth. Uh, got a local kid uh, on their team, uh, Buchanan. Seth, not Seth. Seth is at VMI. Matthew, Matthew Buchanan. Don't know if he's playing first or pitching. What he's doing this year, I do know he played a few games at first last year. They play Hofstra, number ten Clemson, uh, plays Xavier, and then the. Wind down, opening day at 4 o'clock. You have number 18, Coastal Carolina, playing George Mason. So, be ready, guys. College baseball, it's it's it's, it's here. It's here. It's here. It's ready. Ready to go. It's alive. It's alive. All right, man. Speaking of baseball, what happens after you get done with college baseball? You either go get a job in finance, because that's what seemed like most of them were doing last year at the College World Series. They were all going to be in finance. Or Nothing wrong with that. you go to the Major League Baseball. Yeah. And we got some Major MLB. League Baseball news. We do, but but I want to go over spring training. Right. Starts this month too. Pumped. February twenty second. Uh, pitchers and catchers report the sixteenth. The earliest is the fifteenth with the Dodgers, and then everybody else reports sixteenth, seventeenth. Sixteenth, seventeenth, and twenty seconds. The official that's, spring. That's training. when everybody gets there. Correct. Yes. The official. Why do the Dodgers get to start on the sixth or the fifteenth? Because they own the MLB. Oh, it's because Otani. He probably requested it. I mean, they got a two billion dollar lineup. So yeah, two billion dollar. Did you look at that lineup? By any chance, you see that thing I sent you? Had the Braves lineup and their lineup? Yeah, identical almost. The only thing I see with the Dodgers is once you get below their fourth batter, you got Max Muncy, who's a strikeout king. But after that, Gavin Lux, get to prove that he's been the guy. Yeah. Their center fielder's brand new. Big names, big prospects. Lot to prove yeah. though after you get Lot below four. The Braves lineup. One through nine. Yeah. It's it's there. But I mean, anyway, Dodgers, we'll talk about that. But yeah, spring training, yeah. man. I'm pumped. Very pumped about spring I am training. Too. Ready for some baseball. Absolutely. 
Big news this week, Bobby Witt Jr. sides with the Kansas City Royals. Um, he agreed to an 11-year deal. He plays at shortstop, in case y'all are wondering. $288.7 million extension uh, that can max out at 14 years. So mm-hmm. he's he's here for the long call. Um, if he stays for the 14 years, it goes up to 377. It's almost a, yeah, right at 90 million, roughly. Um, it is far and away the largest contract in franchise history. Uh, more than Tripoli and Salvador Perez's four-year, eighty-two million deal. Wow. I mean, I, I think I think the Royals are smart here. Being, they drafted Bobby Witt, brought him up through their system. He's good. He's played two years for him, and he's hitting two two sixty-five for a career. Uh, he's already got three hundred twenty-seven hits in two seasons. He had ninety-six RBIs last year, and his strikeouts went down last year. Like, I mean, he's just getting better. His 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 fielding. He's young. How old is he? Twenty uh, one. Bobby Witt Jr. 22? is twenty three years old. He's born two thousand. Born two thousand. Ah, uh-huh. God. So he's be twenty four yep. this year. He was uh, number. Let's see. He is from uh, Texas, and he was drafted straight out of high school. Yeah, I knew he's young. His glove. He's he's good. He, I, I'll go out on a limb and say in the next two three years he'll be your number one shortstop in Major League Baseball. I think it'll be him and Volpe. Will be your guys. Like I was gonna say Volpe. But he'll be top. He'll be top. He'll be top three. Bobby Witt will have a better bat though. Volpe won't hit as good Maybe. as Bobby Witt. Maybe. Volpe don't got the bat. We'll see. This year's going to be a breakout year for Volpe. I just going to go ahead and say that think, now. I think, he has a, I think Volpe has a great year, but I don't mm-hmm. think he hits anywhere close to 300. Well, he's playing with Kansas City. We're also playing in New York. A little bit tougher division. So Both in the American League. Yeah, but Kansas City. But, uh, Kansas City has won a World Series before the Yankees. Shut up! Okay? Let's not talk about it. What year was that? That was a what random year? Twenty sixteen. They, they went back. They went back to back years. They went 2015, 2016. 2015, 2016. They didn't win them both though, right? They, they, they lost one. They lost one in seven. They lost one seven games and came back the next year and won. Who was it they had on that team? They had a big, big hitter on that team. Uh, a couple big hitters. Jorge Soler, Salvador Perez. Uh, uh, There's some other guy on there. Oh my gosh, that's gonna bug me. Uh. Aaron Gordon played left field for him. Uh, first baseman, third baseman, though. That was their big – Salvador Perez was their big one. He had 50 home runs. Salvador Perez was good. He had it. And that's another. I mean, they still got Salvi. Royals have got a young roster. Boy, man. They got some – They're rebuilding. Their pitching staff this year is pretty nice, too. Uh, let's see. Who won MVP that year? That was the Royals World Series. It was 2014, by the way. 2014, 2015. 2014. Uh, okay. I knew it was – that's already been 10 years ago. Wow. I don't need that. 2014 Royals. It was like random years that they were good and then just like fell off. Well, they had good. they traded everybody. Yeah. They, they couldn't afford it. They couldn't afford the people. They finished second the year they won the World Series in the division. The Detroit Tigers won the division that year. Uh, that when Tigers had Birdlander. Yeah. Uh, where is it at? Yeah, you think it'd be it's possible to find a roster. Maybe. While he's looking that up, guys, Otani. Uh, we'll be batting third for the Dodgers. Says he will be ready for the opener. So we'll see Otani in opening day. They had uh, Salvador Perez. They had... There's no other big names on this. Danny Duffy, <laughs> Scott Downs, Wayne Davis. That's pitchers. Hold on, sorry. Here we go. Mike Moustakas. That's who I was thinking about. Moustakas. Yep. Mike Moustakas. And then outfielders, they had Alex Gordon, Lorenzo Kane. He was a big player in that one. And then uh, they have Billy Butler as a DH. Hmm. Yeah. But other than that, Salvi, Mike Moustakas. What was the, 
Brewers were good right through in that era too, right? That's when they had Prince Fielder. The Brewers, that was when they had Prince Fielder. Yeah, Lynch was coming off MVP type season. But I was like right right near that. I mean, that was a great – that Royals team yeah. was – I remember yeah. it kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. They just came together. Nobody like, picked them. Nobody yeah. picked them, but they were just a good group of players and just it worked. They got high at the right time. Yep, that's all it takes. Yep. Absolutely. Look at the Rangers. Big, but again, though, big for the Royals to get Bobby Wood Jr. That's somebody like, that's a cornerstone piece. That's somebody like, yeah. that. that it's huge for them. You talked about Otani batting third, says he'll be ready for the opener. Uh, Kershaw, returning for his 17th yep. season with the Dodgers. Uh, Insane. Good for Kershaw. Uh, Hall of Famer for sure. Now this year, he can kind of sit back and watch these other guys do it. And he can just kind of go out there when he wants to. He did say he will not be ready for the opener. Uh, Open to the season, it'll probably be a month or two behind everybody else. But good for Kershaw coming. That's good, good guy to have in your bullpen. Um, just a mentor, good, good veteran to have. Be a leader. There, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, other news that happened today: former major league pitcher Patrick Mahomes, mm. senior, arrested for DWI in Tyler, Texas, Saturday night. Patrick Mahomes, senior, fifty-four, is facing charges. This is Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback, Kansas City Chiefs. This is his father. Uh, was facing charges for driving while intoxicated, third offense or more. And let's see, more with his bond being set at $10,000. He was released at Smith County Jail on sun, on Sunday afternoon. Not Smith County, Virginia, folks, in case anybody's listening. <laughs> the charge is a third-degree third felony. It carries a sentence up to 10 years in prison if he is convicted according to state law. He played 11 seasons in major leagues for six teams. Uh, he finished 90, from, from 1992 to, to 2003 yeah. and finished 42 and 39 with a 5.47 ERA. And during that era, he pitched during the steroid era. To have a 5.47, that's not that bad. It's not terrible. 42 and 39, almost a dead 500 record. Not terrible. Not terrible. Probably had some good seasons, some bad seasons. He played a lot for the Red Sox and Rangers was the team. 11 years in the league is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, very solid. Another big thing that happened, uh, you liked this one, I know you did. Uh, yeah, Dodgers I traded did. Caleb Ferguson to the Yankees. So it could open up a roster spot for them to sign Ryan Brazier. Ferguson, Brazier, yep. 27 years old, posted a 7-4 and four record with three saves and a 3.43 RA and 68 appearance. That's going to be huge for Earl's bullpen. Yep, but it seems like, too. seems like you are just taking all the bullpen pieces the Dodgers didn't want and filling up your all's bullpen. But hopefully Boone, it'll work. Hopefully Boone knows how to use them. Mm, it won't be Boone, but it'll be your pitching coach. But, yeah. Well, Boone makes, it'll the, work. Boone makes the call. Yeah, Boone's terrible at rotations. Yeah, well. Oh, Boone. 82 and 80. I ain't forgot. Yankees, Mets, and Marlins. I, I've said this for the longest time. I even told you it was a terrible trade when they traded him. Or, or eyeing free agent Gio Ursula. Should have kept him. Who played for the God, I'm going to be mad. Angels last season. Oh, oh Doug gone. Out of here. Cashman. I'm mad, dude. Go. They're going after him now, and they should never let him go. Yeah, he had to get rid of him to get somebody. Right, get Josh Donaldson, man. Going after the name. Josh Donaldson, so washed up and ain't funny. That's why we got rid of him. Terrible. That was a that was a terrible trade. Here, but wait, here's an even better deal. This is something I know you love. Your favorite player, Jose Altuve, signs a five year, hundred twenty five million dollar extension. How do you feel about that? Yeah, he still can't ride the big rides at the amusement park, so I don't give a crap. Gosh, uh, John Heyman taking credit for this, but Ty- sorry, he's probably listening to me on his device here. Hang on, let me check my chest here. I think he has a device. Um, Boone's on my Apple Watch here. Oh, I knew he's going with that one. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, John, I don't like Boone either. John Heyman, if you don't know who he is, he's a big beat writer for MLB Insider. He listens to Tyler Stockton Sports because he knew back <laughs> when we called this that Matt Chapman is close to a deal with the Giants. We called this many, many months ago. 
and, months ago. And I'm pretty sure we also said the Cubs were the other team that could possibly get him. I had also said maybe the Yankees reach out to him. But he's also yep. saying he's close to deal with the Giants, but the Cubs and the Mariners are in on him as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there, but I'm pretty sure he's about to be a uh, San Francisco Giant. So Matthew Smith, get your uh, Matt Chapman Giants jersey. Go ahead and get that ordered. I know you're a big Chapman fan, so back in his athletic. If they get, if they get Chapman, dude, that, that Giants team should be pretty good. Yeah, should be. Uh, we are talking about spring training. They got some, yeah. they got some awesome hats this year for 2020. Beautiful hats. What's your favorite hat? I like the Rangers blue. I almost picked – I know which one you have here on our list. I almost picked that one. But I had a feeling. I had a feeling you'd pick that one. So I went with the light blue Rangers because huh. I like that T in the middle. Oh, for Tyler and the pinstripe. Sports. Yeah, and the pinstripe. The red well, the red around it and then the pinstripes. Ooh, Speaking of the Rangers, it was released today that Evan Carter is the greatest prospect of this – era of players that get called up to I'd agree with that so, he absolutely tore it up in playoffs so that's pretty awesome to see a local kid from Elizabeth and getting that notoriety but yes I did pick the D-backs hat that teal blue that's, with a snake on the front mm. of it pretty interesting that me and you picked the hats of the World Series that the teams that we mm. it's interesting didn't think about that, that just now didn't think about that hmm. yeah I, I like the Braves though the Braves all red hat with the it looked blue good. It looked I liked good. it too Yankees look good didn't it Identical. It wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad. Not as bad as, as their away jersey. It's not as bad as the Twins jersey. I don't like the whole flag thing. Just, I'd rather take that the, than freaking the pirate, regular baseball cap. The Pirates hat was pretty nice. It was. But speaking okay, uh Blue Jays. That was oh, nice. Oh, yeah, Blue Jays was nice, too. But uh, another one other thing that happened in baseball today or it happened a couple of days ago that I seen was talking about the Athletics and Matt Chapman. The Las Vegas mayor says the Athletics should pitch a new plan to the Bay Area. The Las Vegas mayor, Carolyn Goodman, isn't exactly extending a warm embrace to the Oakland Athletics, who plan to build a $1.5 billion stadium in her city. She Ooh. she said the plan does not make sense and that the A's ownership should go back to the drawing board and pitch a new plan to the Bay Area, the Bay Area meaning Oakland. Uh, her comments were, I personally think the A's have got to figure out a way to stay in Oakland to make their dream come true. As she said on a podcast, Front Office Sports Today podcast, which was released on Tuesday. So, yeah, this was released uh, – Today. This happened today. Today's Tuesday, right? Yeah. Today is Tuesday. But uh, Goodman also took to social media on Tuesday and added the context to her comments and said that she was excited about the prospect of Major League Baseball in her city, though she didn't back off her statement that Oakland and the A's should try to make their relationship work in a perfect world. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. I agree with that. Sorry for some background. Uh, background Oh, Dada. Son and wife just came in. Yep. Dada. Give me 15. Yep. Give me 15. Yeah, give me 15 to go through these NBA games. Let's hit it. And news. Trade deadline is this Thursday, February 8th at 3 p.m. That snuck up on yeah, us, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. Kind of nowhere. Uh, let me ask you, Hess, do you foresee any big trades? I think you're going to see your perennial teams make big trades. I think the Lakers are going to try Ooh, to make a perennial. Ooh. I think uh, you're going to see uh, the Lakers try to make a big move here. I think, uh, I think the Warriors, I think they could be a team at dumps. Everybody, I think they go to a complete rebuild. Uh, They're 12th in the West right now. The Mavericks, I could see them being a team that goes out to try to get a veteran. I've seen some stuff about them and Andrew Wiggins. I think the Knicks are not done. I think the Knicks are eyeing some players to center around. Maybe not the big, big names, but I did see a trade that showed them, this was before we went on, uh, them getting Murray from uh, Atlanta, but they were trading mm. Evan Fourier, uh, Quentin Grimms, and two first-round draft picks and a second-round draft pick to get uh, – Murray from Atlanta, but I think the Lakers are in on him. Uh, 
like I said, Knicks are trying to go for some basic, uh, some role kind of type players, Jordan Clarkson, Bruce Brown, Alec Burks. Uh, I just personally love to see them just get Malcolm Brogdon. I think that would be a good set for them. That's not going to happen. But that's all I see right now. What about you? Brogdon's with Portland, right? Yes. Yeah, he's not leaving. Um, anywho, just going to let you know that about your Knicks. They're not getting them. Just plain and simple. But you mentioned Dallas. Nobody's really talking about it, but Kyle Kuzma could potentially be going to Dallas. Could be. And that would be a good pickup. Very good pickup. Or Andrew Wiggins at Dallas. I think you're going to see uh, Dallas probably give up Hardaway Jr., a couple other players. I'm going to throw one out there. I'm going to throw one out there. All right, let's hear it. The Lakers trade for Kyrie Irving and bring him to LeBron in L.A. Not going to happen. They've been talking. They talked about it in the offseason. Not going to happen. But LeBron did say they asked him what the Lakers need. He said, that's not my job. Ask somebody else. Kyrie's tearing it up in Dallas. Yeah, but Kyrie said he his dream is to play with LeBron again. He, he stated that two weeks ago. I don't see him leaving. Dallas is way better team right now. But he might think that him and LeBron can do it again. I mean, they very well could. That Lakers team's starting to get hot again. That's kind of weird how they do it. Did but. you see what the Lakers are going to wear on 224-24? Uh, I did not. They're going to wear the Black Mamba jerseys. To honor Kobe nice. Brown. I love those jerseys. Absolutely love those. But yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, as far as the NBA fans, guys, trade deadline's coming up. I am going to be diligently, me and Castle both will be on that, watching that. Yep. Pay attention to our social medias. We get any rumors before something breaks, we're going to break it before everybody else. Uh, so, yeah, trade deadline stuff, we're going to be watching that pretty closely over the next two days. Well, I guess a big game's Wednesday night. Raptors versus Hornets. Who you got in that one? Give me the Hornets. Give me the Raptors. LaMelo Ball. Give me the Raptors. I like that. Drake's team. Give me the Raptors. What about the Cavs and the Wizards? Cavs. Cavs, yes. Hawks and Celtics. Celtics. Trey Young's on a tear right now. I don't care. You know, he got, Celtics. You know, he got snubbed from the All-Star team until they had some injuries. Didn't he really? Yeah, he, had, he didn't make it, and then he made it today officially. He got made it today, but he didn't make it initially. LeBron came out and said it's a travesty. He's averaging almost 30 points a game. He's playing. He's balling out. Yeah. He's a hawk star. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, wow. Warriors, Sixers. Sixers. Sixers too much. Yep, Sixers too they're, much. They're, they're playing good, even without Embiid. They're looking really good. Yeah. Uh, Spurs, Heat. Heat. Spurs. Hmm. Pistons, Kings. Kings, not even a chance. Kings, Kings all day. So, yeah, NBA, trade deadline's going to be the big thing over the next couple of days, guys. We'll keep tabs on that. And then it'll be All-Star Game. We'll get ready to get pumped about the All-Star Game. It's going to be really fun. They released their LED floor, first one ever. The floor will be all glass with the LED floor in it so they can change the Ooh. court. It'll be really neat. That'll be fun to watch. But NFL, we got we got some big news in the NFL. Anything happen? I had just one thing this week I want to touch on. And, of course, you know, you got the big game um, this week. It's not a new week. It's this nah, week. I don't know. Uh, Dolphins hiring ex-Packers defensive coordinator Joe Barry um, as a defensive assistant. That's the only news I got this week. It's the only news. Everything else is kind of quiet. NFL. Got all the coaches filled. Uh, still got some, of course, OC, DC positions open in places. There's going to be some more NFL news, but it's kind of wrapping up since we do have the Super Bowl coming up. Um, speaking of Super Bowl, don't want to give a score prediction on this, you know, since we will be either doing, again, guys, doing a poll on Facebook. It'll be up tomorrow, mm-hmm. so make sure you listen, to, or today, rather. Uh, make sure you listen and be on the lookout for the pod. Do we go live before the game, or do we go live during the game? Hmm. Game is Sunday, February 11th at 6.30 p.m. Yeah. 
Um, but the main, the main thing here about the Super Bowl, the biggest news I've seen on the Super Bowl, how much are Super Bowl tickets, Tess? Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Currently, on StubHub, the cheapest ticket available is $5,477. Pocket change. That's why we need donations, guys. That's why we need to get 500 followers. That's why we need this stuff so we can go to the Super Bowl. It's ridiculous. Average price. Nine thousand. Average price. Nine thousand three hundred dollars. Ninety three hundred dollars. You gotta be kidding. Or a ticket. You gotta be kidding. One ticket. It's turned into like who's got the most money that can go to this game. It's not a fan thing. No, no anymore. It's it's not. It's not anymore. It's just like who who's got the most money that can go to the Super Bowl. Yep. Yep. I hate it. I mean that's that's absurd. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Thanks, Biden. Uh, what's on the menu at the Hess household? Menu at the Hess household? Let's see here. I think, actually, I have it right here on my phone, possibly. Oh! My note on this is, uh, Castle will bring whatever. Yes, I know that. We are having... So whatever Danielle Famous, world famous. If you haven't tried them, you don't know how good they are. World famous. The Hess beer brats and sausages. I do them on the grill. I'm going to fix those. I've had those many times. Uh, Chris is going to fix sourdough pretzel bites with beer cheese. Oh, buddy! We'll have homemade beer cheese with that. Pretzel's my weakness, man. A cheese ball. Mm. Also, there's going to be some desserts and some other stuff. More to come on that menu. Uh, could do pig and a pig again. That was a hit. Pig and a pig. We'll see what happens. But I do know one thing that's going to happen. I know it's a little bit. It's the next thing. This will be a yeah. Hess household. Talk about the yeah. deal we got going on. Yeah, man. Pete's down here in Lebanon, Virginia. If you haven't checked them out, definitely check them out. It's a staple here in Lebanon. Got a great deal for Super Bowl. Two large pizzas, cheese stick, only $35. Can't beat it. $35. This will feed your entire family. I'll tell you this, guys. Let me tell you how good Pizza Town Pizza is. I worked concession center in Little League during a basketball tournament this past weekend. We ordered pizza. People smelled the pizza. We actually sent a kid with pizza into the stand, so people seen that there was pizza, so they come by. It was really, it worked. It was crazy how fast that worked. Mm, marketing. Yeah. Wow. Wild. They came up and said, before I buy pizza, where's it from? They said, I don't like Pizza Hut. I don't like Domino's. Where's it from? It's from Pizza Town, Lebanon. He's like, give me, Pizza give me Town. three slices. Three. Slices. I'll pay three dollars a slice for that. Give me that. That's nine dollars. That's nine dollars. A pizza, and you get two large and a cheese stick for thirty-five here. Thirty-five bucks. Thirty-five bucks does not include taxes. Yeah, no, um, but yeah, thirty-five dollars straight up. Yeah, great. Go help Carmen over yep, there. Go help him out at Pizza yep, Town. Absolutely, guys. We will. Yep. We'll go support Definitely. Him. Definitely going to have some pizza town here at the house. But, you know, with pizza, it sounds like you're having a party. I'm having a party. you having a party? I'm having a party. you got to have some tunes at you a party. you got to have tunes. Good tunes, though. You know you know what I like at parties, Tess? We like at parties. A little R&B. A little R&B. A little, a little Usher, baby. Usher, baby. You got, and you know what's funny? You getting hot in here? That's Nelly. No, that's Nelly. That's Nelly. Hey, you tried, though. I tried. You tried. <laughs> what's funny, though, Hess? Usher is going to be the halftime you're show. you kidding I'm dead serious, man. No way. Dead serious. On God. I can't. I need you to quit. Boy, I'm trying to get out to her younger viewers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who is Usher? Can you tell me who Usher is? Usher. And no, we're not talking about an Usher for ushering you, you know, through the aisles or anything. Right, well, man, these are my confessions. Usher sold over 80 million records in his career, has nine number one singles, and has won numerous awards. He is an R&B mastermind. Usher's R and B master. He's literally like in almost every song I ever listened to growing up, as far as rap, R and B, hip hop stuff like that. Usher was amazing. Yeah, you got it bad for him, man. Don't I you? Got, I do got it bad. That was a great song. Great song. Man, I, Confessions a good one too. Confessions was a good one. 
Yeah, some good stuff, man. He's got a he's got a bunch of hits. I like Usher. Um, you know, if you want to listen to Usher, if you don't know who he is, you can go actually on Apple Music, oh. where you can also find Tyler's Talking Sports. Absolutely. And he's got a playlist right now called My Road to Halftime. Heck yeah, I like it. So if you want to figure out who Usher is, there you go. I like it, man. I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped. You want to take- so you got Hotty Toddy, say his yep, too, right? Hotty Toddy, yeah. Usher got some good hits, man. Usher. Yeah, man. I like me some Usher. Usher, Usher baby. Usher. Usher, baby. Will it be better than Rihanna last year? Absolutely. That's the question. Absolutely. Rihanna was good last year. Uh, this is a dream. Usher said this was a dream of his. So he, Usher is an artist. He's going all out. He's going all out for this. I mean, you forgot his yeah. best song. Peace up. A-Town Down. A-Town Down. Yeah! Well, speaking of yeah, Lil John going to be there? My boo? Oh, sorry. Will John gonna be there? Maybe Alicia Keys will be there and say my boo with him. Will John might show mm. up? Who might? Yeah, will there be a special guest? Who will be there with Usher? I'm saying Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. That's your only big person that'll happen. Bieber. It's Usher. I'm saying Bieber. Alicia Keys will be out there with him. Will John might make it. I think Will John makes it a pair. I think he plays yeah. Yeah. Oh man. He does that. He does Sorry for your ears. I folks. love that. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I think Ludacris is going to be there. Luda! Luda. If you're bringing Lil John, you might as well bring Luda. Jay-Z. I could care less. Eminem. I don't see that happening, but that'd be cool. Nah, I'm just messing. (laughs) But I do see Justin Bieber and Ludacris. I will say, you got got Outkast on here. I don't think Outkast, but Will I Am? That's a possibility. I think Outkast could come there. Will I Am? Possibility. Very good possibility. I like it. I like it. He's going to have some guests. I'm excited to am, see who it is. I am too. I'm excited for the commercials too. Oh, yeah, the commercials. We'll go through those definitely. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the uh, either the pre-live or the live. Yeah, either one. Whichever one that our fans That's right. pick. That's right. All right. Castle guaranteed bet for Super Bowl. Oh, guaranteed. You ready for this? Guaranteed. Better turbo tax. Guaranteed. Now, I'm not a sports betting pro. I've won some. I've lost some. This is my honest opinion. I'm excited. You can take it to the bank or leave it. No, or to the bank. (laughs) Uh, Over under on the national anthem. Reba, Reba McIntyre will be singing the national anthem. It's the national anthem. It's what she's singing. It's not her personal song. Not the Super Bowl out in Georgia. Can I do my? Sorry, I love Reba. I can tell. Maybe Reba gets on stage with Usher. Man, I'd love to just tell you what I was going to tell you about the National Anthem. Okay, sorry. God, the Super Bowl National Anthem performance has hit the two-minute. That's what we're betting on, over under two minutes, just three times in the last ten years. Last year it was Chris Stapleton. I won my bet. I had it over two. I think it was 205 what it ended up being. Uh, so it won me some money last year on that. The over under this year is set at 90.5 seconds. In case y'all wondering, that's one minute and five seconds. One minute and 35 seconds, sorry. 30.5. God, I'm done. I'm done. Take care. God bless. That's it. I can't do math, apparently. But anyway, am I going over or under on this, Hess? I'll go under. It's Reba. She's going to have some spadazzle. I'm going over. Over. Reba's going to sing her heart out. I love it. Go Reba. Plain and simple. Go Reba. This is great. That red hair is going to be on fire. Oh, that'd be great. She's going to sing it. I hope. I can't wait. Well, you know what? Over. You you did you some bets. Well, Hess did some player props over under for the Super Bowl. And I picked two players. I figured I'd go about just do two tonight and depend on what we do for the Super Bowl. But the two I did was Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy. So, 
for Mahomes, for all you guys out there, it's a good parlay. I'm telling you, this is going to hit, guys. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> under. That's what, every, that's what every guy says, whatever they say parlay. Under. All right, guys, this is going to hit. Promise. Under a half interception. So that means he does not throw an interception. Over four and a half rush attempts. Over 36 and a half pass attempts. And possibly, if you don't feel the over on the 36 and a half, under 25 and a half. So. I was wondering what she's made yeah, there. I, I just wanted to throw that out, depending on how you're feeling. If you feel like they're maybe going to run with Pacheco a little bit more, go under. But if you feel like it's going to be a big game for Travis Kelsey and, and Rice, do the over 36 and a half. But as far as Brock Purdy goes, over 12 and a half yards rushing, under 21 and a half pass completions. Oh, he's throwing an interception against that secondary with the Chiefs. So over a half of interception and under two touchdown passes. So. I like that. Hit that. But here's the good thing. I got some little stats here to go with it. Some little nuggets. Some little nuggies, as Andy Reid likes to call them. Mm, little nuggies. Patrick Mahomes has gone under his passing yards in 13 of nine games this season as far as the betting over-under. Mahomes has – 13 of ni- 19. Sorry. Yes, 13-19. Patrick Mahomes has gone under a touchdown and a half in six of his last eight starts, all at plus money. The 49ers have held 12 of the 19 opposing quarterbacks to under a touchdown and a half. Purdy has gone under passing yards uh, probability in each of his last five games and has gone over that number nine of his first 13 starts. Purdy's rushing prop is 12 and a half after never being higher than 8.5 all year. He rushed for 14 yards against the Packers and 48 yards against the Lions. So it looks like they're starting to use Purdy a little bit more in the running game or he's making a decision to run the ball a little bit more. And out of his out of the 19 starting quarterbacks to a post passing yard against the Chiefs, only four have ever went over that number. So that's where that kind of came from as far as Purdy's stuff. So that's what I got. I like those chicken nuggets. Yeah, little nuggies. Yeah. Five piece combo, please. Oh, we got it. There you go. Thank yeah. you. What do you got now? What's the next? Golf. Golf. PGA? Last little ball we got. Yep. I like it. Tiger, big news here. Yeah, he tweeted. Teases. Yeah, tweeted a little, little tweet. An announcement on X. A little tweet. On Twitter. A little tweeter. Tweeting. A little tweeting. A little chip shot. A little chip. A little chippy. A little, chi- a little chippy. birdie putt. Tweet out a, a little birdie. Tweet out a little picture of himself. Zoomed in real close to his eyeball. Mm. Kind of looking out into the distance. And with a caption that said, the vision remains the same. 12 or 2 12 24. What could, mm. what could it be? I think he's saying two times twelve equals twenty-four. Think he's doing math? Oh, he's going to do twenty-four golf tournaments this year. Clothing deal. He's going to announce. I think it's who is he signing with? I think it's Tiger Vision. Tiger Vision, like Apple Vision. Nope, it's going to be, it's going to be a golf type simulator thing, or Ooh. he's going to advertise uh, some kind of spectacles. Could be because it's in his eyes. Is that what you're mm-hmm. leaning at? I don't know. We'll see. I think it's clothing. I think deal. it's clothing deal. I am leaning that way, but I like to reach out there to the stuff. It's kind of. Like, huh. Obviously, like your NIL deal. Uh, 2024. Waste, Waste management, management Phoenix Open. Good job. I love this. Starts this Thursday. This is great, man. Awesome. Awesome. Ah! Best. It's the best. Wild. If you like fans acting like complete idiots and buffoons, watch this. Yes, one. this it's a good this one. This is great. Scotty Scheffler won this last year. Yep. He got, he got, he got in this one, has. Give my 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 favorite golfer is Jordan Spieth. Okay, but I'm gonna take his best friend Justin Thomas in this one. Justin roll, Thomas, roll, roll tide. 
That's who I got, Justin Thomas. He's playing good, been playing really good, had some top 10 finishes here lately. Not going with the favorite? Scott Scheffler? Nope. I'm going. To, I'm also going to throw out a limb here. Ricky Fowler. Uh, Fowler, don't, Fowler. Fowler don't play good here. I don't care. I'm just throwing it out there. He's plus 6,000. Hey, Sheff- might throw 100 bucks at him. Scheffler's going for three in a row here. He feeds, not gonna he feeds off the crowd. You got to feed off the he crowd does, Sheff- I like Scheffler. But I'm, I, in all seriousness, I'm going to put some money on J- JT. I can see JT being good. I mean, I think I think you really could see Scheffler, Justin, Jordan. I think Fowler could be up there. Fowler's been playing some good golf here lately. Sam Burns, another one. Watch him. Watch out for him. Uh, but the total for the 2024 Waste Management Phoenix Open purse is 8.8 million. That is Jeez. oh, that is 800 thousand more dollars than what uh, Tennessee Vols are playing Nico to play football for him. Is it though? Never seen the money myself. That's just what's reported. And we're going mm, with that's speculation. We're going with the reports. Assuming that's, I'm going with what the balls fans said the NCAA was going after him for. It's what you're. Assume it's him. what you said's the truth. Everybody's assuming. The winner only takes on 1.5 million though. Oh, what a bummer! Taxes. Victor Hovland and Alexander Shoffley have both withdrawn from the tournament. That's a, that's surprising. Did you say uh, Victor Hovland, Alexander? Who? What did you say? I said Shoffley. Didn't sound like it. It's because I said Victor Hovland and Xander Shoffley. Okay. Shoffafili. 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 From South Carolina. But yeah, final thoughts. We got Travis Kelsey proposes at the Super Absolutely Bowl. not. Taylor Swift will return him from a show in Tokyo. Boom. He surprised her with a big That's, old ring. No, I can't deal with that. No. Got all kinds of trophies this week. Taylor got a Grammy. He's going to get a Super Bowl ring. Going to get a wedding ring. No. Retire. Oh, he's getting a Super Bowl ring this year? Get married, have kids, quit. He's getting a Super Bowl Social ring? Media you said altogether. he's getting a Super Bowl ring. I did. This week? Maybe. That's what you said. I didn't say this week. You did. I said he, I, she got a Grammy I, this week. Okay. This okay. week. By the way, her Grammy made her the only artist in music history to win a Grammy for her album. Four Grammys. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Yeah, there's, uh, there was, she was, Too bad I can't stand She her. was tied with... Uh, I can't remember who they who they were. I don't want all the Swifties to come at right. me. But I like some of her stuff. My final thoughts and something I wanted to touch on earlier, but I saved it for the final thoughts. No matter the outcome of the game, Andy Reid will retire. Mm. And I think it works out perfectly for their former office coordinator, Eric Bellamy. I think it bring him back to Kansas City. He was let go today, yesterday or today uh, from the Washington. Dan Quinn said he appreciated everything he'd done, but it just wasn't going to fit his play style. And I, you could see the offense missing Eric Bellamy for KC this year, so I really could see that just work out into his favor. Very well, kid. Be a good pickup. He do well. And again, guys, be sure to share us on Facebook. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, all the social, all the podcasting platforms out there. We appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed episode thirty-one. Be on the lookout for our poll, and we'll be back. We're gonna be back Sunday, or we're we gonna record again and then do Sunday. Probably be back Sunday. Be back Sunday? There's not going to be a lot going on. There might be. If there's something big, I mean, we'll try to do, we'll try to schedule. I might call in the rest of the crew and we'll do a trade deadline special. Trade deadline special. A TDS. (laughs) I don't know, guys. We'll see. But, yeah, definitely be back Sunday. Uh, Y'all, please, again, share this episode. Give us feedback. Let us know if you loved it, hated it. And also, guys, if you watch it live on YouTube or you watch it on Spotify, check out our new background border. We spiced it up a little bit. 
little spice. Little spice. Well, we appreciate everybody. Guys, you're all the best. I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm going to shut up now. The Tennessee overpaid for Nico Castle. Happy Wednesday. Go Vols. Go Vols.